0: Hello and welcome to Week 5's episode of the 10-Minute Drill, where the Chicago Bears are playing their next
1: game, Jeff, against who? The Minnesota Vikings, Robert, going up north to Minnesota.
0: Absolutely, Jeff. Second divisional game of the season and potentially a pivotal one. And it'll be really interesting to see what happens here because after last week's performance against the
1: Giants, I think plenty of Bears fans are looking for a bit of a bounce back. Are you? Absolutely, Robert. The interesting thing about this game is we're used to seeing this game in the last week of the year and the Bears ending in the dome up in Minneapolis, uh, ending at U.S. Bank Stadium. It's earlier in the year this year. They're going to play the Vikings late in Soldier Field uh, at the end of the year. So it's kind of interesting that they finally flip that. We're going to get a cold weather game later, but it's going to be nice and cozy inside U.S. Bank Stadium this weekend. It's funny you mention that, because
0: I had the same thought before we recorded this, that this is normally the time of year where it's cold, it's holiday season, and you've got some major blues about whatever way the Bears' season ended, but not this year. This year, the Bears have a chance to make it a pivotal game, and I'm ready to preview it. What about you, Jeff? Absolutely. Let's put 10 minutes on the clock. Put those minutes on the clock, and let's go ahead and get going. Because the Bears are in U.S. Bank Stadium this weekend taking on the Minnesota Vikings, and when the Bears have the ball, Justin Fields has a chance for his best game of the season yet. Look, this Vikings defense schematically, I wouldn't exactly say they have an identity, Jeff. They run a ton of coverages, but none of them are particularly exotic. You'll see cover two. You'll see cover four. You'll see mug front. You'll see static looks. You'll see some remnants of what they used to do in the Zimmer days, but not quite enough and while they've got some players like Harrison Smith and Eric Kendricks the linebacker in general this has been a pretty poorly performing defense this season with a 29th ranked pass rush not to pull too many stats away from you Jeff and a really poor set of corners that are giving up a lot of ground to just about anybody Andy Dalton and the Saints for instance got just about anything they wanted through the air and while certainly there have been teams that struggled it's a great week for a great game because this This defense is not going to put up near as much resistance as some of those that the Bears have played in the past. But Jeff, when you look at the stats, what do you see?
1: I'm seeing what you're seeing, Robert. One of the worst completion percentages against, so they are allowing 70% completions on their secondary. That is 30th in the league. And to go even further than that, they're allowing 7.6 yards Per pass, which is 29th in the league. Not only are they giving up a ton of completions, but they're also giving up a ton of yards with that as well. So they are a uh, very porous secondary and they're going against the absolute worst offensive passing (laughs) attack in Justin Fields and what this Bears offense has been able to do so it is the easily resistible force against the totally easily moved object here Robert so we'll see what it gives in this matchup.
0: Something's got to Jeff. I mean their run defense is nothing necessarily poor but their pass defense in particular is not great at all. So Jeff when you look at matchups what do you think is going to turn the tables one way or another?
1: So I'm going to be a little selfish here, and I'm going with Justin Fields against Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith's nickname is Dirty Harry, and it's not because he's a Clint Eastwood fan. I'm worried about Justin Fields taking an unnecessary late hit from the safety who has a little bit of a reputation of doing so. I'm hoping that Justin can run smart, get down before Harrison Smith or anybody else can take a cheap shot here and keep himself upright and safe for this entire football game.
0: That's going to be a big one, Jeff, and I'll take something similar. It's not a matchup I want to highlight, but this is going to be Sam Mustafer, the Bears' current center and probably the center going forward, so long as Cody Whitehair remains out against Harrison Phillips, the Vikings' defensive don't nose tackle. It's not that Phillips is particularly great, but certainly Sam Mustafer had a rough outing of his own last week, and if Fields is gonna continue to deal with the interior pressure that he dealt with against New York, he's gonna have a rough day, no matter how poor the Vikings' edge rushers are or how open the receivers may get. If Mustafer and the rest of that Bears' offensive line can keep Fields clean, obviously the Bears would hope for at least, Jeff, an even playing field to evaluate Fields on for even just one game, but if Mustafer struggles, it could be another long one for number one. And Jeff, let's flip it to the other side of the ball and talk about what happens when the Vikings have the ball. And schematically speaking, Jeff, if the Vikings defense is a little dry on the personnel side, the Vikings offense is anything but. Not only do they have Justin Jefferson, not only do they have Adam Thielen, but they are stacked out at offensive line, grading in the top 10 in most categories across the board and Kirk Cousins is having sim- his- and Kirk Cousins is having himself a heck of a season now based on the way the Bears defense played against the Giants where their defensive line got graded by a very mediocre Giants offensive line that could spell trouble for a Bears unit that really struggled to stop the run and obviously that led to play action bootlegs absolutely eviscerating them The Vikings have done much worse against much worse defenses, with Justin Jefferson now having two games where he's absolutely dominated. If the Bears have any hope of surviving this, they're going to have to bracket Justin Jefferson, more than likely handle Thielen in single coverage, and most importantly, Jeff, find a way to stop the run, even if it takes a nine-man box. How are they going to do that? Honestly, Jeff, your guess is as good as mine, but what are you seeing in the stats?
1: Overall, this offense looks somewhat average but there's a couple of weak points and the bears are going to have to capitalize on that in the red zone the vikings are only converting about 46 percent of their drives into touchdowns that's one of the worst rates in the league they're also one of the worst offenses in the league at third down conversions so when the bears get the vikings into third down they have a good opportunity to get off the field they're going to need to make sure they do that and if they do allow a drive that gets into the red zone This team has shown that it's not very good at punching it in. They need to make sure that they're keeping the Vikings to field goals and not touchdowns. Pretty basic football stuff, but the Vikings are not good at either one of those things. Bears defense needs to get off the field.
0: It makes sense, Jeff. I mean, Nate Tice has said it on The Athletic Podcast, but Kirk Cousins struggles in situations where you have to, and he would say, get you a bucket. And so on those third downs, it makes all the sense in the world that with no threat of running and no potential play-action fake, that's where you might find Kirk vulnerable. We'll have to see if the Bears can take advantage of that. Who specifically do you have your eye on as your matchup of the week?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with the same thing I did last week. Roquan Smith against the star running back on the other side. This time it's Dalvin Cook. Roquan did not show up and did not take care of Saquon Barkley. I know it's not fair to pick on one linebacker to try to take out a running back. Roquan's the star. He did not show up last week. He has another opportunity against a great running back, Delvin Cook. The Bears need to stop the run, like you talked about, if they're going to have a chance in this one. No better player than Roquan to try to take out a talented player like Cook.
0: Absolutely, Jeff.
1: And on my side, I'm
0: actually going to be the one to go with best on best today. As the Bears' Eddie Jackson, it needs to find some way to limit Justin Jefferson. When a number one wide receiver playing at their best goes off, they look literally unguardable. And if you ask me, Jalen Jones, Kendall Vildor, and Kyler Gordon are going to be in trouble when Justin Jefferson lines up across from them. Safety help is going to be a must, it's likely going to be number 4 called into action, and when he is, if they can do anything to limit Jefferson's impact on the game, it will continue to put Kirk in those 3rd down situations and potentially might lead to points off the board. it to be very important to see how they play.
1: Robert, Kirk Cousins is a lot like a PG-13 quarterback. He's good between the 20s. He just doesn't know how to score.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And speaking of scoring, Jeff, if you're at home watching this game, you need to make sure you take every chance possible to come away with a win yourself. As you head onto the website, listed on our big screen, and use our promo code because that helps our channel a lot. And Jeff, when you look at prop bets, what's appealing to you?
1: All right, we just talked about how porous that viking secondary is i know that justin fields numbers have been pretty scary he has not been putting up good numbers but i am willing to bet that justin fields has a good day against this vikings defense that seems pretty bad in pass defense despite all evidence to the contrary in the first four weeks so the current number is 159 and a half so fields needs 160 yards passing i understand You might be afraid of that, but I'm willing to bet against that Viking secondary. I'm gonna go over on the Justin Fields passing yards prop bet this week. Now Jeff, last
0: week I told people to bet the under on Fields and he eclipsed the over for the first time in his entire season. So you may have just cursed our guy under center. But in case you didn't, I'm going to flip the field and talk defense. I know in our matchup section we talked about Eddie Jackson and Justin Jefferson, but when I keep looking at these Bears' corners, without Jalen Johnson, I don't see how Justin Jefferson doesn't go off. You remember back when Megatron was playing with the Lions? I'm sure you do. When he was, Matt Stafford was great about getting the ball to him, and we're seeing a very similar connection with Cousins to Jefferson. If Jefferson's open, Cousins will find him because he's always looking at 18 first so with the Bears corners in the situation they are I know I know 85 and a half yards is a massive prop but life's too short to bet the under jeff i'd take the over on justin jefferson on this game because it just won't shock me maybe it's 92 yards maybe it's 175 but this seems like a tailor-made big game for justin jefferson in a dome on their home turf against a defense that can't stop the run and the only thing that i think is going to take that away from him is if the vikings have so much success on the ground that they just don't even need to throw it but Let's all hope that doesn't
1: happen. To your point, Robert, Justin Jefferson just tied Harlan Hill, among others, for the third most 100-yard games of all time in his first three seasons. He needs just three more to tie Randy Moss and Odell Beckham Jr. He's got the entire rest of the season to do it. He's one of the most prolific young receivers we have ever seen in the game. And against a depleted secondary without your star corner and a rookie corner who's struggling mightily, it's a pretty safe bet to say that he's going to have a good football game. One more, Robert, that I find kind of interesting. We talked about that red zone percentage not converting into touchdowns. Over half of the drives that get into the red zone for the Vikings end in a field goal attempt. There's a prop bet for the Vikings kicker. His name's Greg Joseph. Had to look it up. It's 1.5 field goals. So if you think that this trend is going to continue for the Vikings, two field goals is all it takes to win that one. Go over on the 1.5 field goal bet for the Vikings kicker.
0: And that's going to do it for our show, Jeff. Did we get our time? Ah, looks like we didn't. It makes us two and three. Let's get back in the weight room.
1: We just had too many good things to talk about, so we'll,
0: we'll figure it out next time. Oh, I don't blame us at all. And speaking of, Jeff, how are you feeling
1: about the game? I mean, stats and scheme aside, where's your head at? It's a tough place to go into at this point in the year because the Vikings have been playing a little better football they're set up they've got more talent I think that they can compete with Green Bay for the division they haven't necessarily shown that they're that good of a football team to be a division winner but I still think that Green Bay has been getting lucky Uh, this this division is wide open in my opinion and I think it's a two-horse race because the Lions have not shown up so far this year I just the, the Vikings are just in a different place than the Bears it would be a surprise if they could go in and steal one obviously that's what I'm cheering for but I think you have to just hope for some actual progress on offense, and see if the defense can do anything to slow down this pretty talented group of playmakers.
0: I totally agree, Jeff, and frankly, if there's anything that I can just openly and vulnerably state, it's that these kinds of games as a Bears fan have always scared me. It has nothing to do with the win and the loss. We've talked about that enough on this show. It has everything to do with the fact that I, as a Bears fan, feel like I need a big game out of my quarterback. And I can cite you all the different times throughout my life that I have thought that thought to myself. Whether it was, I need a big game from Jay. I need a big game from Mitch. I need a big game from Rex. I need a big game from Brian Greasy. Like, I I have been let down by Bears quarterbacks enough that as an honest Bears fan, Jeff, I feel like we need a big one from Fields. It's not like we have any say whatsoever in the organization's ultimate direction of what they do with Fields, but given the way he started the season, you said dead last in passing, and it's not necessarily close. This feels like exactly the kind of secondary and pass rush combination that you'd want to see Fields excel against, and if he doesn't, I truly don't know what we're going to be saying about
1: him after the game. It's a get right game. That's all you can say. Justin Fields that's what exactly what this is it's a get right game.
0: It is Jeff and that's I think what's scary about it is that everybody from the 30,000 foot view can see that this is a game that fields should succeed in but the games aren't played on paper for a reason Jeff so I don't know what's going to happen hopefully things come out on the right side certainly the Vikings may give the Bears offense a lot of opportunities to pass the ball if you get what I'm saying with a potential early lead but We're just going to have to see what happens. So make sure that you comment your score prediction below, good viewer. We love seeing your thoughts on the game. Tell us where you think we got things
1: right. Tell us where you think we got things wrong. And Jeff, what do you have coming up? Join me on Sunday mornings for the Gambler's Den with Ross Reed and Eric Smith. We will go over betting lines. We will go over prop bets. We will go over your fantasy team and your fantasy questions. And we'll talk a little Survivor and daily fantasy as well. Fun Pack show, 10 a.m. Central Time on the Second City Gridiron YouTube page.
0: Thanks so much, Jeff, and obviously you can catch my podcast, Bear With Me, right after the game, going over exactly what happened in that Bears-Vikings matchup, and until then, Bears fans, bear down, and thanks so much for bearing with us.